This is a HeadGum Podcast. You or Jayla? Yeah. Yeah. They want to know. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is the day of our first stop on our fall 2017 tour. Can you believe it, Lindsay? Stop. <laughs> stop. I was like, what do you call it? Stop. Leg? You sound Gig? like you're doing a, um, like a, you're reading a telegram. Um, yeah, it's today. It's tonight. We have a double header show at the bell house in brooklyn yes we're not traveling for it because it's our hometown so i don't know if it's it's exciting but it's you know technically we're not on tour yet no (laughs) i mean according to the poster we are it's true the poster calls this the first date the who weekly wrapped tour bus doesn't arrive at until like next month just kidding (laughs) can you imagine (laughs) the who weekly wrapped uh, smart car (laughs) it would just be it would just be me driving a huge bus and bobby screaming at me (laughs) for hours (laughs) the the who weekly tour bus is literally like a dolly with the panera beverage station on it that i'm pushing around (laughs) it's my car but like with who weekly written on it in like chalk Your car says Tom Hank on the license plate. It, that's a that's a them. <laughs> we we would get a new vanity plate for the. It would occasion. need to say. It would need to say a shunt. <laughs> <laughs> a shunt. <laughs> a shunt. Wait, is that the right amount of letters? <laughs> I think it's actually. I think it could literally fit a shanty, but to stay on trend. On a shunt one. Oh, a shunt one. Kaylee Koo. Okay. I'm glad that we're um, brainstorming names because I do need to get my car re-registered and I might need to change it. So we should really keep this alive. Please submit all options for Lindsay's future New York State license plate at uh, what's read it up to at gmail.com. Also, shout out my vanity plate brothers and sisters. We all know that the best world to be in is when you have a vanity plate. We're all in this together. <laughs> Being in Lindsay's car when people notice the license plate is just a truly thrilling and wonderful experience. I love when people notice because it's it's a double take. No one actually thinks Tom Hanks is in the car, uh, which is what Lindsay thinks. No one thinks Tom Hanks is uh, driving a Rav Four around. But Brooklyn. that's what's great. It's like people. I'll be on the highway and I'll be driving. But they double take, and they will. They'll like pull up beside me and like look right into my car and then quickly look away. And it's just like, do you think that? Tom Hanks is driving no, a 2012 Lindsay, RAV4. No. All they want to know, they want to know what kind of person <laughs> is driving a car that says Tom Hanks on the license plate. Well, hello. So like, okay, is this a man? Is this a woman? Is this a young person? Is this an old person? Let me just look into the driver's eyes and get a sense of who they are. Into the driver's is eyes. Is it a lunatic? Well, obviously it's a lunatic. Um, <laughs> we have really overstayed our welcome in this intro so let's get to the first call oh it's the a block baby it's the a block well this isn't really an apology but but there there are corrections we have two that are very good hey Lindsay and bobby this is lauren from nashville i had to call in to let you know why john stamos was at nina dobrev's super weird labor day party So there's two connections, the biggest one being that Nina's boyfriend, Glenn Powell, was one of the stars of Screen Queens. He played um, Emma Roberts' douchey, weird boyfriend, 
And then, of course, John Stamos was on season two of Scream Queens with him, so they must have become friends. And then the second connection would be that John Stamos was on a few episodes of Glee, so he may know Court Overstreet as well. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to call and let y'all know um, that I figured it out. <laughs> um, but I love you all, and uh, good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Props to everyone who called with this answer. That is door number one. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, I wanted to call in regards to the why is John Stamos at Dina Dobrev's young people party? Um, I don't have a definite answer, but I have an inkling it might be because John Stamos is dating this much younger model named Caitlin. I don't know her name. Her Instagram name is Caitlin Skybound. Um, I saw that she was also at the party, Caitlin. If you go to, like, his tag photos and then you go to, like, Nina's page, you can find Caitlyn Skybound tagged in one of the pictures. And I'm like, maybe the link is this also really young model girl who, like, I guess is maybe acting also and is friends with, like, all of these young famous people. Um, I heard you guys talking, like, why is John Stamos hanging out with people 20 years younger than him it's because he's dating someone 20 years younger than him so maybe you talk about that i literally called you in the middle of the episode and so maybe you're talking about it who knows maybe you could look into it and find out the secret link good form bellasorn honestly the first answer makes sense in like a who weekly world in that we mm-hmm. just didn't think hard enough to figure out that connection but the second one... I mean, we made the Scream Queens connection. I think the Scream Queens connection is good enough. That's true. But the second one is, like, probably the real answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? the real answer. Caitlin McHugh is her name. Caitlin McHugh. And they've been dating for a while because when you Google her name, you get weird Daily Mail articles where John Stamos... Almost a year ago. There's some weird pictures of them in the Daily Mail in which he is in a robe with a camera taking photos of her in black lingerie on a balcony. It's a little bit uh, scandalous looking. Uh, on the opposite end of that spectrum, there's a photo of them in big pajama onesies in bed, pillow fighting. I don't know who took the photo, I guess. I mean, maybe it was on a tripod. Who knows? And it says, here's to growing up, but never growing old. Happiest of birthdays to my love. May every year keep getting better and better. Was that him to her or her to him? Her to him. Aww. So it's one of those things where it's very cute. You're not it's also old, one of those things John. Where, yeah, right. If you're in a relationship like this, you're probably always uncomfortable and you feel the need to bring it up all the time. So oh, I'm like sure. every other Instagram is going to be like, mm, my boyfriend seems old, but he's not actually old. My boyfriend was starring in a popular TV sitcom when I was, you know, a baby, but he's not old. That's fine. It's fine. But I mean, no, love is love, y'all. <laughs> love is love. But it's just funny because if that. It, that that's only an issue for people who make it one. Do you know what I mean? Where like right, you know no, that yeah, John like, Stamos is like, I'm so old. <laughs> like he probably brings it up a lot. You know, it's the sort of it's the sort of thing that uh, you you wouldn't bat an eye at. Like if I had been at Nina Dobrev's Labor Day, uh, what was it called? Labor Day Labor Lake Day Party, 80s Lake Party, or something. I wouldn't have been like, oh, so your boyfriend's really old. Or I wouldn't have even said it privately. Like, oh, look at Caitlyn Skybound dating some old guy. But I'm sure. They talk about it all the time. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure he brings it up a lot. And I'm sure it's a big thing for him because you can tell by the way he like acts in the world that it's a big thing for him. And I don't feel bad talking about this because women deal with this shit all the time. So like John Stamos feeling old is, you know, 
nothing like yeah crimea river hey who weekly long time first time um i'm watching the hand-in-hand telethon and it is just like so baffling to me i need you to do a full like boys style review of all these celebrities and like who is sitting in that back row there's just like strangers galore i have so many questions it is so confusing uh thank you good form bell thorn bye so I <laughs> I didn't watch this because I was watching, I was texting, well, Lindsay and a couple of our friends were texting us about this as it was happening. And I was watching the, I was watching another show. What were you watching? I was watching, I was watching the finale of Insecure. I was telling you about this. Okay, right. But it was like kind of long and I was in, I was in the middle of it. And it was like, I'm not going to turn this off to watch this telethon. I can Good watch for you. clips or whatever. Because I was watching Bachelor in Paradise and I was like, I can definitely turn this off to watch the telethon. <laughs> because it seemed... It seemed crazy. And you don't need to watch the telethon to participate in, like, charitable donations. Of anyway. course. Of course. Well, that's... Of course not. And I think I felt bad. I, okay. Telethons in American culture, in world... In, like, the world's culture, are some of the campiest events that we have on television. Like, they're just inherently campy, right? You have a ton of celebrities, like, asking you to call them on the phone. It's just... On giant rotary it's, phones. It's such... It's like, it goes back to the age of, like, Jerry Lewis. Like, it's just so campy, right? And and it's such a good thing, right? Like, raising money is a good thing. I think they raised, like, $14 million last night, right? Which is yeah, incredible. And giving to charity, even though I will say I'm not sure with which, like... You know how that's always like, don't give to the Red Cross. I don't know what charity hand in hand is and like where the money goes, but you should give money to like help people who have issues with the hurricane and are like losing their homes. Obviously, you should give to local charities. Um, I don't think that's ever an issue. It's just more like when I was watching this telethon, nothing excites me more than like random celebrities being seated near each other and having to interact, right? You know, you have your share and then the back row is like Wilmer Valderrama or something and I'm it's just it makes me go crazy right yeah it's like it seems very disrespectful to (laughs) share Oprah and Barbra Streisand to know that they're sharing the stage with Ryan Seacrest and Miles Teller right but so only in a telethon where everybody just comes out because they're a good person and like how do you say no to a telethon and it's a genuinely good event that everybody comes out to to do this to, to do this together. So I was watching last night's telethon and I, luckily we have our like back channel. So I didn't, I only tweeted like a few things, but we were talking about in the back channel and I didn't even think about this. So the telethon was in LA, New York and Nashville. They kept like bumping yeah. around and there were a few performances which were very strange because it was like Dave Matthews band in New York or just Dave Matthews. And then in Nashville, there was, it was at the Grand Old Opry, which is really cool. And they did, I think Demi Lovato was there for some reason. It was just funny because you could tell, it was just where everybody happened to be at the moment, like working mm-hmm. on whatever they worked on. And also it gives them no excuses. It's like, oh, you're not going to be in New York? You can go to LA. Oh, you're not going to be in LA? Right. Go to Nashville. Right. And so anyways, this caller, I didn't even think of this at the time. I was more focused on Justin Bieber leading a prayer and then wearing like a bandana and being like a prayer leader, which is very confusing. Um, but... This caller made a good point where it was like, because in LA they had them seated on three tiers, like there was a front row and a back row, and they had all of the A-listers on the front row, like the AA, the triple A-listers, you know? And then they had like, you know, lesser, and then in the back row they had lesser. And so when this caller mentioned the third row, I pulled up some Getty images from last night, and the people in the last row, it's really good. <laughs> it's really the third good. Row's, the third row's good. 
just in 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 terms of it being a great metaphor for you know lesser celebrity right but it's also really funny just from uh a photographic angle because you everyone's focused on the front row right and so the third row is literally blurrier the right. third row is literally out of focus and so <laughs> yeah. you've got this photo of Tyler Perry, Stephen Colbert, Barbara Streisand, Billy Joel, and Cher in the uh, front row. Uh, and blurry in the background is Miles Teller <laughs> laughing with Josh Groban. <laughs> I also kept thinking, well, we were joking about this in the text thread. Imagine, like, calling the hotline or calling the um, telethon. You're just calling your – you're like, oh, my God, Barbara, pick up. Pick up, Barbara. Well, that's And it's that's like, hello, draws, this right? is Julianne Huff. Like, just imagine – that's what they're trying to do. So it's like it's it's sort of it's it's the same idea of playing the lottery. It's like, well, I could I could I could hit it big, but I might just I might win a dollar, I might win nothing. <laughs> or I might talk to Barbara Streisand and hit the jackpot. So it's like last time I scratched a scratch off, I got nothing, aka Josh Groban answered the phone. <laughs> but it's like we're all we're all praying for Barbara and Cher to both grab the phone at the same time and say, like, hello, darling. So I think How can I help you? This was in New York. I'm not sure which place was where, but I think this was in New York. I think Ryan Seacrest was in the, New York or was he in LA? Whatever. He Ryan Seacrest. Uh, he was in LA. Probably. If it was a weekday, he's probably in New York. Okay, so I think he was in New York. So you have this other picture where you have Jamie Fox, Steve Buscemi, Bruce Willis. I think they're in the front row, and then oh no, I think they're in the second row maybe. And then behind they're in the them second row. is Sam Smith, Malin Ackerman, and Uzo Aduba in the back row. And then Ryan Seacrest clearly got up from his seat in the first row and walked to the (laughs) last row to show Sam Smith something on his phone. (laughs) Or to take a selfie. Or to take a selfie. And then this other picture. (laughs) But my favorite thing about this picture is that Jamie Foxx and Bruce Willis are like laughing about something. Sam Smith is sort of busy, but also paying attention to what's on Ryan's phone. And the two people who are, uh, I guess the three people who are actually doing work, or Ma- Uzo sort of hamming it up for the camera. But then right in the middle, the two people who Steve like, cannot like, deal with the distractions. <laughs> Steve Buscemi has an ear covered and he's like, these fucking people are preventing me from doing my job. Malin Ackerman is like, I don't even know why I'm here, but I'm going to do my darndest to take these calls. <laughs> So then it's really every photo is like a gorgeous. It's really good. So then the next photo I have here is um, who's up front. It's Aaron Eric McCormick, who I think is in front because of NBC because of NBC Will and Grace sitting with um what's well that's why Stephen Colbert was you know matched up of course. Who is sitting Oprah. who's sitting with him? What's her face again? I always forget. Elizabeth her name. Banks. Elizabeth Banks. And then behind her, second row, you nice. have um Megan Trainer, Josh Gad, Brian Cranston. And then behind Ray them, Romano. You have Dennis Quaid. Joe Jonas, Julianne Huff, Chase Crawford. And then who I can't see who is next. I think I, I couldn't figure out I her figure either. Out. And then I think you have what's her name? Maria Schreiber. Yeah, she's far back. That's her, right? Yeah. Um. The other funny who thing... is the buzz cut? Is that that's Halsey? Kate? No, that's Kate. <gasps> that's Kate Hudson. Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> she got her head shaved in a very lame Miz look for a movie. <laughs> let me tell. Let me tell you something. What? I dreamed a dream where Kate Hudson was in the front row in the place of Elizabeth Banks and Eric <laughs> McCormick because this is insane. That's so disrespectful to Kate Hudson. Do you think they would have given her the front row? If she didn't have a buzz cut. <laughs> 
<laughs> maybe. The best cut's really working for her because she's getting a lot of press. Can I it. also just tell you, you need to go after this, but I'll also play it here. Rita Wilson was posting um, Instagrams all night. She was wild. She was so on one. She was trying to get people to donate because she's a freaking beautiful gem. Anyway, she posts an Instagram where she's posing with oh god she's sitting next to someone and she's like we're here and like everyone's here there's nick uh i mean joe jonas everybody's here justin bieber is right in front of us that's nick jonas no joe jonas behind us you know this is what i'm nervous about when they hear hey it's ray ramon you're gonna hear the disappointment in their voice (laughs) no they're gonna be like who's that lady sitting next to me no 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 i'm gonna have to hand it to one of these guys What's this last photo? Oh, oh you have Jeremy DJ Renner. Khaled. Oh, you have Assad, um, Craig Robinson. You see Kelly Rowland? Where's Kelly? Oh, Kelly Rowland's right there. I miss Kelly Rowland. I was trying to identify Jeremy Renner, so I found two photos where it's Jeremy Renner. You have a picture of Cher, and behind her is Jeremy Renner and Marsha Gay Clark, maybe? Mar- Marsha Gay Harden. Marcia- Marsha Gay Clark. You're combining people. <laughs> oh, sorry. Marsha Gay Harden. And then uh, I think that's... Uh, Jay Leno is like to her to her Jay right Leno yeah her. Jay Leno's dressed like my dad like right behind Cher yeah tucked in poloed shirt into his like big jeans I mean what's great is that like you really never get a good shot of the third row so it is hard to know who's in the third row <laughs> I was looking who, through all the photos who the hell is it doesn't matter it doesn't matter we can be done with this oh wait god the last photo Sofia Vergara Gwen Stefani and Justin Bieber talk about I mean I know that none of the, that's that's the opposite of consistency. They were Who, in their front row. I know, but none of them are on the same level. All of them are on wildly different levels. But and hey, I'm not front sure. row, front row speaks. Front row. Oh, and then you got uh, Jennifer Jason Lee talking to Devin's, David Spade in the back. Sure, 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 sure. Who is that blonde woman? We cannot. I don't know. She has glasses. Out. She's in the back row. She looks like Julianne Huff, but I know it's not Julianne Huff because Julianne Huff is is like that other blonde woman. Who's in the middle? Wil- Wilmer Valderrama sort of sneaking in from he's, the right. He's far right. You see his little head. I want to confirm Is this that. Interesting for our callers. I don't know. For Probably our not. Probably not. But I rec- <laughs> I recommend you go to Just Jared. I don't know if you've heard of it and look up the hand to hand photos, and then you can see what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we. That's a standing recommendation. We're always recommending that you go to Just Jared. I love Just Jared. Please. Okay, so we should be done with this. Uh, bottom line is give money to charity and enjoy the telethons because they only come once in a while and for terrible reasons. God. Oh. I'm sorry. When you're putting Barbara Streisand and Julian Hoff in the same room and expect me not to to care or pay attention to that, you're crazy. Next Next call. No one expects you not to pay attention to that. That's the whole point. You're crazy. Of the You're so crazy. You pay attention and get money. Here we go. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. It's Eileen, um, long-time listener, long-time caller. And anyway, I was on Instagram today, and I came upon Ashanti's profile, TPT Ashanti. And I just want to read her bio for you because it's really funny. It says, Ashanti, Grammy Award-winning multi-platinum singer, songwriter, actress, Guinness Book of World Record holder, CEO of Written Entertainment. So I guess I have a few questions for you. First off, Ashanti, I'm assuming she's a who. I feel like she, like, was a them or, like, was at least on the path to them. And now she's definitely a who. Two, like, what does she act in? And three, like, what is her world record for? Um, and should anyone care? Okay. Um, 
that's all I had for now. I just thought this was really funny. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Um, I refuse to Her. believe that you don't remember that Ashanti had one of the main supporting roles in the 2006 movie John Tucker Must Die. God. How dare you? Look, I know what you're thinking. I'm not as pretty as Heather. I'm not that smart. I'm not that experienced. That's oh. <laughs> true. But you have us. And we can make you into anything. If we combine all of us, we can make him fall in love with you. I mean, really fall in love and then we'll yank it all out from under. Also, she Shanti is what? a who, right? She is. Ashanti, yeah. She also had a role in Army Wives. She was in an episode of Law & Order. I'm looking at her IMDb page. She was really on Army funny. Wives. Yeah. She's one of those musicians. I don't know if all musicians have... Um, their music videos like in their artists. IMDb. They have their videos. So it's... But they're... They're labeled as like video shorts, but it's really just a music video. Yeah. I don't, anyway. I don't so think that, her, that counts. Sorry, Ashanti. Her IMDb page is, you know, filled with content, but most of it is music videos, which is surprising for someone who's not really paying attention to Ashanti because who knew she had so many singles. I will say, when, however, <laughs> the how dare you not know about her world record because it's all she talks about. It's well, it's all weird because about. here's my thing. It's her claim to fame. I mentioned this. Is that, so Ashanti is the... Uh, her world record is for the fastest, fastest selling, selling debut, debut artist. female album. Okay. I guess her debut album, Ashanti, sold 503,000 503, copies in its first week. Yeah. My issue with this, and what I think is funny about it, is saying that you have the fastest selling debut album is one thing. Like, just having that as be the thing that you say. But saying you're a world record holder implies that you've, like you know, juggled uh, knives for the longest or you've stood on a ball for the longest or you've done a mil- done the most jumping jacks in a week or something like world record-y. Do you know what I mean? It brings mm-hmm. to mind a very different vibe than just saying, uh, you know, I, I hold the billboard record or I hold the, like, I have platinum album. Like, it, that's the reason why they have those other defines, definers that are, that are not I'm a world. I have a world record for the most singles sold in 2007 or something. I don't think there's like an actual, like the only agency you're going to get record status from is Guinness. I mean, clearly, and also like world record. Guinness is not the person who's getting the award for the most whatever's juggled is not does not Shanti, so they can't give press to Guinness. It's like a circle, you know, like it's Guinness yeah. wants also Shanti, yeah. Also, Guinness World Records, you have to apply for them yourself. Oh, as far as I know, they're not reaching out. It's the same as the star. Yes, it's the same as the Walk of Fame star. The final thing I want to say about Ashanti um, is that, number one, I thought it was very rude that our caller said Ashanti TBT. Just, (laughs) that's so sad for Ashanti. Uh, She's still releasing music, caller. As recently as 2012, she released an iconic jam. I hate this song. You loved it at the time. Was this the I song that it. she promoted by being like, give a drop of water and then you could like go and like get a drop, like a virtual drop of water about being like, no, what is, I don't what think was so. that? Are we talking about the same song? What's... The Woman You Love featuring Busta Rhymes? No, I like that song. Oh, that's a great song. It reminds me of, it's great. My favorite thing about this song, sorry, I'm, I'm going all over the place here. Yeah. The best thing about the song, The Woman You Love featuring Busta Rhymes, which I, which I thought was hilarious back then and it's still hilarious now is that number one it starts with her saying written entertainment which is which was my 
introduction to written entertainment. Written I was like, entertainment. what the hell is written entertainment? Written entertainment. But the best part about this song is that Busta Rhymes opens with a little, you know, chatter, as featured artists ought, tend to do at the opening of, of pop singles. And he says, we missed you, baby. Written entertainment. We miss you, baby. Like she's back. <laughs> like she's back. But, but she also... Didn't, it, Buster she was there really waiting for her. Yeah, no. That Buzz is like, we missed you, baby. We missed you, baby. I also paid anywhere from $25 to $32 to see Ashanti and Ja Rule in Los Angeles in concert. And they oh, were they were hours late. Hours. Um, there was a sign that said if you wanted to meet them and take a picture, you needed a hundred dollars cash. Cash. And then literally they only performed one song together. Which one? I, like, what's love? I don't know. One song. Oh, yeah, song. what's love? It was like, what's the point of even having you two in the same concert if you're Where going to- Where did you to... go to this? Atlantic City or it something? It was LA. It was like some garbage LA. She did not perform The Woman You Love, I don't think. Maybe she did. Why wouldn't she? It was like her only song. <laughs> the, top three so- the top three comments on this on the video for The Woman You Love, which is a tremendous song. Stop. Another song slept on. Yo, this song was definitely slept on. And then, so sad how this song was slept on. <laughs> I feel like the most wrong we've ever been about music is Ashanti's The Woman You Love and the comeback The Boy Is Mine single that we both thought was really good. Remember when Brandy and Monica did a sequel to The Boy Is Mine? We were like, damn, this is a banger. And it was like, everyone was like, no. And that MacBook. Is that the one that, yes. the MacBook. Yes. And that MacBook. It's when she got, she wanted her MacBook back. The best, I mean, truly the best song that's ever been recorded that has MacBook in the chorus. Well, I mean, what's the competition? What are you going to call the Guinness? You're going to call the Guinness Book of World Records and apply for the... The highest selling, I will apply on their behalf, the The highest highest selling song with MacBook in the chorus. How much do you think it costs? Like, what? Gotta be like 50 bucks. It's cheap. It's like, it's probably like eight pounds or something stupid. Oh, cool. Because they're British. (laughs) Moving, moving on. We have, I think we have one more call. Oh my God. I thought with this episode, this would be a short episode because we have things to do people so i am in the hospital pretty pilled up following a surgery and i also get to watch cable for the first time in forever who are eric and jesse because i just saw a commercial where e says they're america's hottest couple i mean they looked okay but who who? eric and jesse Hashtag relationship goals. Do you have, I mean, Lindsay, do you have something to say? I'll make this quick, okay? I swear to God, I thought these two were Bachelor people who got a spinoff show. That's how. I thought, I assumed that too. I, I assumed the exact same sure. thing. But apparently, this is show, Bobby, that has been on for three seasons. Did you know that? No. The first season aired in 2013. The second season aired in 2014. Then they skipped three years so rudely and now they're back which makes you think that it's a new show but in fact it's an old show (laughs) and apparently he is a football player she is a country singer and they're not they were never on the bachelor and that's it okay (laughs) that's it i'm i'm sorry i'm on the wikipedia no it's supposed to be quick 
What, Bobby? The seasons are also very short. The first two seasons only had six episodes Are you looking at the names of the episodes? I know you are. The names of the episodes are really bad. Yeah. Is there any relation here to Brooklyn Decker? Oh, you are the worst. I don't know. Who cares? Why would you bring that up? Bobby was like, oh, we'll just take this. It'll be a short call. You just say who they are. And now, of course, he can't. He reads the Wikipedia once and has to, like, Google Brooklyn Decker. Is that what you're doing right now? I mean, is she from the Black and Decker empire? Like, who is this Decker? Because I know oh she God. is married to Andy Roddick, That's so not... Decker's her given name. But well, her, what, no, what her, Decker? His name is Decker. Deckers? He's Eric Decker. She's Jesse James Decker. Wait, so she's not actually related. He's the Decker. He's the Decker, but I was wondering if maybe she, he was Brooklyn Decker's brother. This is so uninteresting. Even if okay, he, they're not. Okay. They're right. not. Glad you figured that out. Can we please I will say, however, no, there's I... something really funny in the Brooklyn Decker Wikipedia, no, which is we're not talking about... that Brooklyn Decker's, <laughs> no. Brooklyn Decker's no. dad was a pacemaker salesman. Get, get the fuck. Get next call. I hate this. You always tell me to stop and you literally are now talking about Brooklyn Decker. Get off. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Bobby. Um, I just watched Somewhere. I know, finally. But what I'm wondering now is uh, whether Stephen Dorff and Ellie Fanning keep in contact. Uh, is it like him being like, oh, hey, Ellie, uh, great press for the Beguiled. Uh, let me know what you have coming up. Uh, big, big fan. Or is it like Ellie like, oh, you were my dad in a movie. Uh, I saw your blue cigarette ad. Hope you're doing okay other than that. <sighs> yeah. I hope they do. That would be nice. Anyway, good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. No. Definitely don't Definitely don't keep in touch. Well, Fanning has way too much going on to care about Stephen Dorff. Yeah, there's no way they Maybe while they were filming The Beguiled, so Sofia Coppola brought him up and said like oh do you still keep in touch and Elle Fanning was like wait who oh oh him no 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 hey Justin Bobby this is Jordan so I just finished watch uh, my bird how do I restart this no how do I restart this <laughs> <laughs> She called back. I I don't want to play the call. I'm not playing her actual call, call, but that was the best call ever. Hey, Justin Bobby. (laughs) Hey, Justin Bobby. If you don't remember, Justin Bobby was the love interest of um, Audrina Audrina on the hills. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. Homeboy wore combat boots to the beach. I know you don't want to call that your boyfriend. I know you don't. Him leaving this on the table... Not saying bye, like I'm done. I'm over it. Justin Bobby, like, <laughs> hey Justin Bobby, <laughs> hey Justin Bobby. Um, I love it. I, I feel love like... that call. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nothing like having who's on the mind. Justin Bobby, I still, <laughs> I still can't get over that. That's a real. That was a real name. Justin that was a real Bobby. Person. Imagine just, imagine like wanting to become a model and thinking what should I give myself as a name and you come up with Justin Bobby it's so it's so the sounds are awful it's awful and he was just awful of course he sucks but like his name I just I still can't get over his name anyways thank you for calling (laughs) 
Yeah, I guess. No, it's a really great call. I'm sorry we didn't play the follow-up call, but that was too good. I refuse. Uh, and it stands on its own. I it refuse. It stands on its own. I don't need Bobby, like, getting back to Brooklyn Decker's Wikipedia page for any reason in this episode. We're we're oh, done so with rude. that. Um, oh, that's so rude. Okay, bye. <laughs> thanks for calling. Uh, please buy tickets for our shows. The one Thursday, uh, if you haven't gotten tickets for today's show, if you're listening to this and you want to come tonight to the show... There are still tickets for the late one, which will be... There might be. There should be. No, there are. There definitely are. I think so. And um, if you're places... What about San Francisco? What about Boston? What about Chicago? What about LA? What about DC? What about LA? Buy tickets. Come see us. It will be fun. Promise. Yeah, it'll be great. Okay. Bye, everyone. We'll see you tonight, hopefully. Oh, my God. Bye. You will drive us. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>